0: Good morning, I am Sarah GL and this is that which matters most and today I want to um, in light of everything that's happening here in the twin cities and around the world and in this country I want to touch on what I believe to be that which matters most. And it may not come off the way I'm intending it, but understand that my intention is for progress and a constructive end to a destructive end. Again, I am Sarah GL, and this is That. Which matters most? I protect that which matters most. This show is brought to you by Send Out Cards. Send Out Cards is a company that I use to to thank the people who support me, to send birthday wishes to the people on their birthdays, anniversaries, children's birthdays, Christmas if you celebrate it, Hanukkah if you celebrate it, Ramadan if you celebrate it, anything you celebrate, I'm celebrating you. And how i do that is i send you an actual gift card the company i do this through uh and i'm not talking about a little digital printout nonsense the company i do this through they just sent me my welcome card see how beautiful it is welcome to send out cards the people who are getting my cards it has a you know some conversation with mean, the people who are getting my cards are getting this quality card and an envelope with a stamp on it how many times you know last year has someone sent you a card yeah they'll send you an email and, and facebook make sure they let you know when your birthday is coming up somebody's birthday's coming up and they you know do that but when has somebody ever sent you a card something you can put up other than your closest loved one I remember my mother passed away, we went through a whole lot of things and we found a box full of cards that my father had sent her for her birthday and anniversary and, and Valentine's Day over their whole 40 plus year of marriage. That was beautiful. It changed my viewpoint of life. And with all the social distancing and fake social media and all this nonsense, it's time to get back to some of that old school love. And that's my way of doing it. So... If you're interested in doing it yourself, go to thebestbusinessever.com and check it out. You'll we'll be glad you did, and everybody that you love and, and cherish will as well. Now, back to the show. To the show. The name of this show, in light of the fact that I want to be totally emotional right now, the focus of this show is. Logic over emotion. It would appear, I don't want to come off as a theorist of controversy or a theorist of conspiracy, but I will say this logic eliminates a lot of the emotional response to things, and it appears that they're trying to force you to respond in a certain way. They being those that control the narrative, those that control the money supply, those that control everything. And in true form, the way that things happen in this world seem to happen in plain sight. And it's almost like there's a cosmic rule that any evil that you do, it has to be in plain sight so that those who can see can see it. I'm not gonna go into the particulars of the particular case because even though I have the right, I live here in the Twin Cities, I'm not gonna go into the particulars of the, of the um, people involved, the players involved in this particular theater. But I will say this, the emotional reaction to things is why we never move forward because we never sit down and say, okay, let's put our heads together. First, let's see what it is we're actually seeing here. And then let's react to it from a creative standpoint. You cannot create when you're reacting. You cannot create for change when you're reacting. I'll say that. So, I call him a terrorist. That's what he is. The terrorist or the hitman? I I like hitman better actually. The hitman who killed George Floyd, George Floyd, murdered him in the streets in broad daylight. You guys do realize that if they were doing something that they knew was wrong and didn't want to get caught, they could have just picked him up, Well, not even put him down, he was walked across the street and put down on his stomach. You do realize that if they wanted to actually commit a crime of conspiracy, they could have just put him in the car and driven somewhere and killed him. And we would have never known. We would have never even known he was arrested until he came up missing. We were given this view. That's just logical to me. When people look at you and say, hey, stop doing that, you typically, if you're going to continue doing it, you go somewhere else and keep doing it. They stood there and let the people talk, talk, yell, scream, video with no emotion. Then come to find out that the guy who was killed and the guy who killed him know each other, have worked together. There's so many pieces but understand that every time there's a out in your face thing that forces you to react there is a plot behind it and most of the time it's a sinister and devious plot. And the first thing we jump on is racism. That cop's not a racist. Neither are his three uh, goon squad. They're not racist. Because when you understand what racism is, then you understand they could not possibly be. They just happen to be benefactors of a racist system. Racism is a system, people. And that system was put together by a small minority of Europeans who came here. I'm not saying that's where it started, but here at least. It was started by a small minority of Europeans who saw the way of life they were escaping from would be, would be um, jeopardized by dealing with, uh, okay, you, you, that was jeopardized by dealing with a nation of indigenous people who were here first, those indigenous people being us. Don't let John Wayne and cowboys and Indians fool you into believing who the indigenous people of this country were. so they created this system that pretty much perpetuates the insubordinate position of the indigenous people of this country and around the world and then we get a set about looting pillaging this country was based on looting pillaging it's like teaching my son if I taught my son to hate, he would grow up and that would be part of his life. If I taught my son to be greedy, he would grow up and that's all he would know. And greed would be part of his lexicon. This country was based on this shit, man. <laughs> so don't, as brother Malcolm said, the chickens are coming back to roost, coming home to roost. That's what's going on folks. So with that said, let's be clear. The emotion that is being exhibited around the country right now is prefabricated emotion. And crisis actors are being brought into my city, the Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul to wreak havoc, they are paid to get here and they're paid to leave. And you know why they get to do it so easily? Because we are standing among them protesting in an unlawful way, not an not illegal way, but an unlawful way. What is changing? And that's why everything seems so crazy right now because, and I'm not trying to be insensitive, but understand the the analogy. When a man is being choked to death, when does he fight and struggle and do irrational things the most? At the point where he believes he's about to die. That whole scenario in Minneapolis was a symbol of a system getting choked out. That is that which matters most. My heart goes out to the brother for getting killed on television. But every movement in this world requires sacrifice of some sort. I'm not making this guy a saint or a sinner. I'm just saying, he's a human who was killed on television in front of us right before our eyes. At least when Rodney King was beat down, he wasn't killed. And secondly, it was a way back in the back video. It wasn't quite as clear. So they had a lot of room to wiggle. There's no wiggle room here. Now, let me touch that for a second. The emotional reaction is, Why wasn't he arrested immediately? See, guys, you got to understand, because of how legalities are put in place, not law, but how legalities are put in place, if you want somebody to go to jail, you have to make sure that all your ducks are in a row. I have too many lawyer friends to know this. Well, he was taken into custody. Where are the other three? You have to have a charge that you know you can make stick. With a private citizen, throw them in jail and wait and see. But when you're talking about cops and you're trying to address a system, these human beings are just symbols of the system being put on trial right now. Understand that. Third degree murder means it was accidental. The guy died, the guy stood on his neck. Now coroners are saying um, he had underlying, you know, issues that could have contributed to his death. Yes, absolutely. If you have a weak heart, if you have congenital heart uh, failure, if you have all kinds of uh, respiratory illnesses, high blood pressure, diabetes, if you have all that stuff and then you are stressed to the point of dying, your heart will take the rest of the way home, trust me. Your heart and your lungs and your lymphatic system, all your systems will help you get there. So if they use that defense, he still gets third degree. You see what I'm saying? But if you say, He gets second or first degree murder. We know it's not first degree, unless this was a conspiracy to take him out, to stop him from saying or doing something. Hard to prove that one. So first degree murder is off the table. That means it's premeditated. You have to prove that though. It could very easily have been premeditated, right? So understand the legal system and how it works. If the system of racial bigotry, prejudice and and racism is being put on trial, you better have a good defense. Can't just be, look at what y'all did to us for hundreds of years. Well, then they can always jump back and say, well, look what y'all did to us. Okay, history folks, logic versus emotion. Take that Roots nonsense out of your mind because it's fake, it's false. It's a false narrative. It didn't happen that way. And when you learn the truth, it makes everything start moving around. And then emotion kicks in again. I don't want to be moving around. I want to stay on this solid rock that I have formed in my belief of being a victim of this nation. Your nation that you're not a victim of. But you're not on a solid rock. You're on sinking sand. In times like these, we need an anchor. In times like these, we need a savior. Now, I'm going to take that line and say that savior is you. Be very sure. Be very, very sure. Your anchor holds and grips a solid rock. That solid rock is logic and justice. Love, peace, truth, freedom, and justice. And there will be no justice. Even if all four of those gentlemen get the death penalty and killed in downtown Minneapolis, that's not justice. Justice will only come When the racist system of inequality in this country is destroyed, then there will be justice. Otherwise it's just us. And these four guys are going to do some jail time, but they are merely sacrifices to the altar of a racist system. You notice I never use the term white or supremacy or black, because none of those exist. I go with logic. I suggest you do the same. This is Sarah GL, and that is that which matters most, and is always imparting. most